0: Oil prices drop by more than four percent, and Zambia raises key interest rate. From over 1,200 cities in 128 countries, Care Africa brings you the Good Morning Africa podcast. Good Morning Africa, and welcome aboard your pulse on everything business in Africa. I am with Hadong. For more, follow us on Twitter at the Care Financial, and you can find me at with Hadong. In this episode, Ambassador Albert Muchanga, the Commissioner for Trade and Industry of the African Union Commission returns. He outlines the investors' role in special economic zones in promoting industrial development in Africa.
1: Now, the question of the role of the investor, this one is very, very, very difficult. Because the investors are there to make money. So if they do not make money, and we always say capital is a coward, they are going to leave the jurisdiction. Uh, In quite a number of cases, the guarantees are from the governments receiving the foreign direct investments, and I already outlined one, as well as the governments which are trying to uh, encourage their companies to invest outside the, the location. Uh, They can come up with a number of uh, incentives for them to go there and guarantees that if you make a loss, we'll be able to to facilitate you recouping the losses. But the two critical guarantees one would expect from the investors, one is knowledge and technology transfer. That does not always happen. And it's really imperative for the government that receiving the foreign direct investment, investment to ensure that the investor lives up to that requirement. Because if that does not happen, then the benefits will be minor. And in this world of corporate responsibility, the issue of environmental social and governance standards becomes very, very, very critical. So uh, all the investors should be held accountable to ensure that they really promote acceptable ESG standards. Now, before I conclude, let me also outline a few issue, uh, related issues that are going on right now, uh, one of which which was number one in the discussion in the African continent of Victoria. There's a provision on special economic zones, but so far there has been no concrete agreement on how to facilitate intra-African trade through products emanating from special economic zones. There's really no agreement on the issue of rules of origin as they apply to uh, the companies that are supposed to go in the special economic zones. Then uh, there's also the DRS in Zambia Electric Motor Vehicle Battery Project. That is going to be a framework in the future for regional special economic zones if it works out very, very, very well. So that is something which is moving in the right direction. And the the added advantage of that is that it's going to be anchored at producing at source, so value addition is going to be promoted. And related uh, at the the recent Africa Investment uh, Forum uh, in Marrakesh, the African Development Bank announced the new alliance for special agro-industrial processing zones, and they've committed 3 billion US dollars. In my view, there's no need really to have these two separate programs. So uh, I'll take it upon myself to see if we, we can work together with the African uh, Development Bank to align these efforts so that we develop a common program and we move in the right direction. The final related point is how to mainstream the small and medium enterprises in the special economic zones. A study is underway. Uh, We hope to bring it out very soon to see what uh, actions would be needed to undertake to uh, mainstream the small and medium enterprises in the special economic zones. I'll stop here. Thank you very much.
0: And a quick look at the market. The market segment is powered by the Development Bank of Rwanda. We empower you. OPEC Plus has announced that the ministerial meeting scheduled for this Sunday, 26th of November, will be postponed to Thursday, 30th of November. As a result, oil prices dropped by more than 4%. This postponement indicates difficulties within the OPEC Plus group to reach an argument to cut production. Every member country acknowledges the need to reduce output to support prices into 2024. The question is how to share the burden of this. Analysis shows that without further cuts, oil prices will remain close to... $80 per barrel next year. It's worth noting that a ministerial meeting has been postponed before, but never for four days. However, this time around, it has been postponed for four days. Therefore, reaching a new argument to cut production will prove to be challenging. The 2024 production quotas decided in June 2023 included a lower production target for nine of the 23 member countries, which are Russia, Nigeria, Angola, Malaysia, Azerbaijan, Equatorial Guinea, Congo, Brunei and Sudan. It would be difficult for these countries to accept even lower production quotas. And a quick trip around Africa. Morocco's annual inflation rate eased to 4.3% in October of 2023 from 4.9% in the previous month. This was the softest increase since February last year, primarily driven by cost reductions in recreation and culture and ongoing alleviation in food inflation, which reached a 17-month low of 9%. There was also a deceleration in prices of furnishings, restaurants and hotels, education, clothing and footwear, and housing and utilities. The core rate, which excludes volatile items, at 4.3% in October, the lowest since April last year after a prior 4.6% hike. On a monthly basis, consumer prices rose by 0.1%, easing from a 0.8% gain in September. The Central Bank of Zambia raised its key interest rate by 100 basis points to 11% at its regular meeting on November 22, 2023, after raising it by 50 basis points in August. This marks the fourth consecutive interest rate hike in the current year and the biggest since November 2009, aiming to support the currency and steer inflation back to the 6 to 8% target range to ensure broader macroeconomic stability. The headline inflation rate in Zambia rose for the fourth straight month to 12.6% in October of 2023 the highest since March 2022, up from September's 12%, largely due to ongoing depreciation of the quarter. The central bank said that the inflationary pressures were expected to intensify over the period covering the fourth quarter of 2023 to the third quarter of 2025. Inflation is projected to average 10.9%, 11.4% and 9.6% in 2023, 2024 and 2025, respectively, compared to 10.2% in 2023 9.3 in both 2024 and 2025, reported in August. South Africa's inflation rate rose for the third straight month to 5.9% in October of 2023, the highest in five months and well above market estimates of 5.5%, verging on the upper limit of South African Reserve Bank's inflation target range. Upward pressure came primarily from prices of food and non-alcoholic beverages, of which vegetables and milk, cheese and eggs, transportation, namely fuel, health and restaurants and hotels. The annual core inflation which excludes price of food and non-alcoholic beverages, fuel and energy is to a 14-month low of 4.4% in October from 4.5% in the previous month and almost in line with the market forecast of 4.3%. Monthly consumer prices inch tap by 0.9% in October. The steepest increase in three months also surpassing market forecast of 0.5%. News publication African Business and the Pan-African Private Sector Trade and Investment Committee, PathTrack, have jointly launched the third yearly PathTrack Africa CEO Trade Survey which showed that 40.3% of African financial services industry participants want to develop a single African currency akin to the euro. In addition to multiple currencies hindering African economic growth, at least from the financial sector's point of view, a more open pan-African banking system was called for by 42.79% of the respondents, the data shows that business leaders are generally upbeat about Africa's economic prospects, but also wary of the risks posed by rising inflation and debt burdens on the African continental free trade areas implementation and trade climate. The findings also indicate a need for more cooperation and dialogue between the private sector and policymakers to boost trade facilitation and innovation. The survey, which serves as a useful private sector barometer on intra-African trade and investment, helps provide a gauge of private sector on trade and investment within Africa. Thank you for always waking up with us good morning Africa is a product of the K Financial. If you have any suggestions or you want to check out more stories, visit the website that is the and don't forget to subscribe. You can also find us on all social media platforms at the K Financial and you can find me at the dome.